Hello, welcome to Bird Mind Awareness. The purpose of this podcast is to inform, educate, and raise awareness to a very neglected and under-researched problem. Bird mites can infest humans. Help me promote awareness by leaving a review. Share with those around you so we can work together addressing a serious health concern. Before I get started, I want to share a quote. The highest form of ignorance is when you reject something you don't know anything about. So today I'm going to share a couple of articles that supports bird mites feed on a range of mammals. And yes, this includes humans. It is a growing concern in human medicine. Now I'll have links in my episode details if you want to read the full articles. But for this episode, I'm just going to highlight the key issues that supports gamma or bird mite dermatitis. And let me stop myself right here because a big difficulty with the understanding of bird mites is all the misinformation that's out there. I mean, when you mention bird mites and you do a, a search, you will come up with the well-known misconception that bird mites cannot survive off of humans. Well, this is simply not true. So how can we correct this? What can we do to stop the spreading of this misinformation? Well, actually there's a website, stronger.org. And it is a national campaign where their goal is to stop the spread of harmful misinformation about science, medicine, and vaccinations. They work with partner experts in public health, research, and media that are dedicated to, de- to defending science and ways to fight back. So if you're interested in shutting down misinformation, supporting science, and to help promote awareness about the facts with bird mites, you can go to this website. They give you instructions and basic steps to take to fight the spreading of misinformation and how to defend the truth. It just takes a few minutes, it's free, and it will assist people with the facts. Now, um, both of these articles state that bird mites attack people and diagnosis of bird mite infestations are largely underestimated due to the lack of awareness in medical specialists and other professional disciplines. It is even more difficult to diagnose or validate due to lack of diagnostic tools. However, there are some subtle clues that indicate parasites are present, such as elevated eosinophils, high blood protein, and indicators for anemia. Now, none of those, none of those levels are um, diagnostic, but they can be indicators, the presence of parasites. Now, uh, the life cycle of a bird mite consists of the egg, larva, two nymph stages, and adult and all legged stages feed on blood. A bird mite can bite in less than one second. And this is concerning because bird mites are vectors or carriers of zoonotic pathogens. 
and historically, most pandemics are the direct result of a zoonotic pathogen. Zoonotic is where a pathogen is passed from animal to man. And pathogens are things such as fungi, worms, viruses, bacteria, or other microorganisms that cause diseases. These zoonotic pathogens are a real concern and threat to human health. And some of the diseases, by the direct result of the red poultry mite, the article lists many, and I'm just going to list a few, but diseases such as Lyme disease, Salmonella, Listeria, Borella, Q fever, Bartonella, avian influenza, and Pasteurella. When there is a misdiagnosis due to the lack of awareness and knowledge, this has a direct negative damaging effect on a person's quality of life. And this just isn't limited to physical health, but affects relationships, families, careers, finances, and the overall well-being of a person. In fact, in the poultry industry, poultry workers demand three times the usual rate of pay before they are willing to work or expose themselves to these parasitic vectors. In 2017, the WHO, or World Health Organization, documented the impact of the degalinay bird mite on human health is considered a One Health issue. And, and what is One Health? One Health is a global approach where multiple sectors communicate and work together to achieve better outcomes for overall public health. And this is where the article Mind the Gap, that they are addressing what the gap is. There is a lack of communication and knowledge and research between medical specialties and professional disciplines. But through the One Health approach, physicians can get practical information, key actions needed for the correct management and assessments of gametes, gametoidosis, or bird mite infestations with people. Now, I understand how frustrating this can be for a physician. Since there are no limited, since there, since, excuse me, ex, since there are limited resources in medical education and research, how's a physician supposed to address this? Especially if they suspect a bird mite dermatitis. I mean, there are no specific diagnostic tools or criteria to assist a physician with a treatment plan. In other words, how can they identify something they know nothing about? Well, clinical recognition is challenging tasks, but because bird mite bites may be confused with atopic dermatitis or delusional parasitosis, but there are some important actions physicians can take with a suspected case of bird mite dermatitis. First, getting a detailed history when the problem began. Ask patients the details about the onset, 
um, the place, time of year, time of day, uh, symptoms, the reoccurrence of symptoms, whether other family members, and this includes domesticated pets, have the same symptoms and exposure. And you can have an infestation in a home and not everyone is affected. And this is common even in poultry houses when there's an infestation. That doesn't mean the entire uh, population of the poultry are infected. There's limited research on what attracts the mite to their host. But a common factor has been the possibility of the host's compromised immune system. And this is poorly understood in humans and poultry. But they have discussed that the degalinate poultry mite has a mechanism that modifies the host's immune system. So the physician should always consider bird mite dermatitis when patients presenting dermatitis of unknown etiology or of unknown cause. The article explains a case where there's a family that suffers from a bird mite infestation. There's five members in the family and they suffer for four years before the parasite is observed and correctly identified. The family underwent considerable distress involved involving being attacked by mites crawling and biting during the day and night. They were getting bites while sleeping. They had intense itching and skin reactions. So when birds aren't available, mites search for alternative hosts. And yes, this includes humans. And because mites are always hungry, they aggressively seek a blood meal. And logically, it would make one think, just contact your local pest control company, uh, take an antihistamine, apply some hydrocortisone to the skin, but no, it's not, it's not solved that easily. I really wish it was. But pest control companies primarily deal with insects and bird mites are not insects. They're considered arachnids. And the difference is an insect has three body parts, the head, neck, and abdomen. And arachnids have two body parts, the head and abdomen. Ticks, spiders, and mites are all arachnids. And most pest control companies are limited with their knowledge because of this. And to complicate and make things even more difficult Chemicals often used not only can make the mite resistant, but very ineffective. So when there's an infestation, there are many complicated factors to the problem. It's poorly under, understood. It's difficult to observe and identify. Plus you have people suffering from bird mite dermatitis with limited resources to get relief from medical specialties, professional disciplines, and even finding reliable literature. So what can you do? What can we do about this serious health threat? First and foremost is awareness. Educate those around us or 
refer listeners to this podcast. Help stop the spreading of misinformation. Report irresponsible, erroneous information to stronger.org to stop our current infodemic of false information. Misinformation distracts people. It distracts people from the important issues and undermines the issue at large. In others, in other words, this puts people at war, at risk. So before I sign off, send me an email. Let me hear your thoughts, experience, and knowledge. Let's keep the discussion go ongoing. Bird might awareness.